Hi everyone, my name is Tyler Oakley and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. In today's episode, we discuss Corey's big bike ride down to Los Angeles, the misadventures of us in the basement of a circuit party, and we reveal which record we broke on this season of The Amazing Race. Stick around, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, and live tweet as you listen with hashtag Psychobabble. Hi, Corey. Bitch. What's up, honey? Honey. <laughs> What's popping over there? <laughs> I thought you said, which poppy over there? Which and poppy I thought, over there? Which me, poppy oh, over there? Me when I I'm thought, like a, at my cauldron and I'm asking my assistant to bring me the witch poppy. <laughs> The witch poppy? Yeah, well, when I'm making my concoction and I'm stirring my pot and I, this, my assistant says, what do you need? And I say, I need the witch poppy. And they say, There's where? No and I say, the witch poppy, it's over there. And he's all, witch poppy poppy. And no. you're all, witch poppy ain't a thing, bitch. Well, or it could be like a Latinx witch. Like a witch <laughs> poppy. <laughs> Is this like when I saw those ghosts and called them witches and everyone yelled at me and said, ghosts aren't witches. And I said, but some witches are ghosts. I don't think I was there for that. <laughs> Where were we for that? Are you, were you in, are you sad? Were you are in you the real, basement of a club? Are you real sad? You missed it. I, just, I feel like I would. That sounds like a story that I would hear about like. We were in a basement of a circuit party, Bitch, and we've lost you for three you hours. We were in a basement then, of a circuit party. And then we find you, and you're like in the corner screaming, Some witches are ghouls, and ghouls are not all witches. It's a riddle. And if, yeah, you, well, an- and if you answer the riddle correctly, you can enter the whatever. You, you get a jolly rancher from I'm my all, fanny pack. <laughs> I'm all answer these riddles three, little bench. You would be a troll in the basement of a circuit party trying to do riddles with gays. Well, uh, you all, you know what they say. Another circuit party alone. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, uh, did you have fun at the circuit party we went to this weekend? Listen, Tyler and I went to a circuit party, and I had fun, although... First, okay, wait, we need to start from the beginning. Let's Some go people don't back. know what a circuit party is. Back to the beginning. What is a circuit party? Um, well, a circuit party. Why is it actually? Why is it called a circuit party? I don't know. Let's, let's Google it. It's very seventh grade science, like electricity realness, giving you zap, hold zap, on, zap, hold on. I'm on the circuit party Wikipedia page. Oh Jesus! Oh shit! Well, What's it says a circuit party is a large dance event, usually extending through the night and into the following day. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Holds up. Does it say anything about gay people? Mm, well, it says that uh, they circuit parties in the late seventies were like disco parties. Hmm. Circuit well, parties were first developed in connection with the early tea dances attended by gay men, as well as themed parties held on Fire Island in the days before the beginning of the health crisis for HIV and AIDS. They came to resemble underground rave parties in some respects, but differ in that circuit parties are highly publicized and usually professionally produced and tend to attract people from a wider range and broader geographic area. Wow. Okay. Well, we went to a circuit party because it was widely publicized and we found out about (laughs) it and we went to it. It was fun. And you had never been to that one before. 
I, you know what my favorite part about it was? What? That all the LA gays were upstairs and all the SF gays were downstairs. Absolutely. And well, I th- said, oh, I can be with my people. <laughs> I can dance with my people. Well, who, was felt- the, who was up in the up upstairs? Because there were three levels. Tweakers? <laughs> so, no! Well, I will say I was The people up, who upstairs. wanted the free candy and the bananas yes, were on the up, I was upstairs. I went on a little excursion by myself, and I found an entire table of like strangers sitting around in, in, at a table with... The table had was covered with free candy and bananas, and there I am. Do, would you guys mind if I had some of these bananas? I must have looked like a crazy person. Well... You, maybe said, you just you had a, a itching for potassium. I needed my vitamin K, honey, and so oh, I took it. I'll be your vitamin K, honey. <laughs> okay, um, I took a banana, but it wasn't because I wanted a banana. It was because I saw you the wanted potential. a potential. No, I want you yes, wanted I saw a the deep potential in the skin. You wanted to sit on it. No, and then it became my telephone all night at listen, the circuit party. Listen. While every other gay at a circuit party is just making out with men and things like that, I'm running around. Oh, because you made out with you made out with no men. All I'll say is <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, no, what I'm saying is while everyone else was like trying to like get down and dirty, I was running around acting like I was I, I was getting a phone call and it was for you, but it was on I saw <laughs> you. Make out with more men than oh, there are no. children in the Duggar family. That's not true. You were in the corner doing riddles into a mirror, so don't talk to me. <laughs> Listen to my riddles three. <laughs> Another circuit party completely surrounded. Yeah, I didn't even have a banana phone to call a friend. Hello? I was trying to text with a banana phone. Not as good as with an apple. I once saw someone take Hello? a banana. Uh, did you hear my joke? No, I was thinking about something I wanted to talk about. <laughs> a, a banana phone. Worse than an Apple phone. Oh! How about an orange phone? How about a grape phone? <laughs> oh, she's going to double down. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a grape idea? Yeah, sure. Okay, there you go. Sure. I really like purple grapes. Oh, good. For you, baby. <laughs> I once saw somebody take a banana and they were going to use it like a phone and they took a pen and wrote the numbers on the peel and I thought, well, now you're just wasting food. You know what I like about bananas? You can can kind of draw on a banana, but not with a pen, but like with a capped pen and it'll bruise with whatever you drew on it later. So it's like a message like a waste that's revealed. You should be eating no, your food, the message, wasting your food. So when you go to a grocery store, oh, you can write, wait, like, wasn't there, I'll fucking yeah, kill a- you, and then <laughs> somebody's going to see it on their table like tomorrow, and it says that. Yeah, that's how you leave ghost bananas. I think I saw that same Tumblr post. Well, not all ghost <laughs> maybe, bananas are witches. Maybe that should be part of my riddles three, baby. <laughs> Uh, did you did you meet any nice people at the circuit party? Um, did I meet anyone nice? Well, I didn't make out with anyone. That's uh, not true. I that's no, not I true. Who did I make out with? Well, I didn't kiss you. anyone either. <laughs> I didn't kiss it. Uh, yes, we did make out actually. No, you tried it. <laughs> no, we made out. I remember. Oh, what what was it? Was it a so, ten? Out of 10? It was definitely uh, it, it why, was something. Why did you turn your camera off? 
Because I'm turning off my air conditioning with my air conditioning you, app. It just turned on. What are you doing under that table? I'm not jerking it, if that's what you're asking. Anyway, happy Pride. We survived another Pride. Did you have I wasn't fun? done telling you one more story about the circuit party. Okay, go on. I'm ready for All that. those gays beep bopping around with suckers in their mouth. And I thought, well, someone's going to lose an eye. Wasn't going to be me, because I'm taller than your average Joe. But I thought, short change has got to watch your eyes. I will say this. The the moment I knew I, it was time for me to go home was when I was very tired on the dance floor because it was nearing, what, 4 a.m. or something. And somebody next that, to me... Baby. Yeah, well, somebody next to me took my shoulder and goes, short change, are you okay? And I thought, oh my God, I, it's it's bedtime. <laughs> so I called my Uber and I went to bed. It was the right move. I believe that for you. I mean, you deserve your rest. You deserve your slumber time. Now, before we get into anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Raycon. It's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was co-founded by Ray J, and it's been endorsed by people like Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge, Brandy, Everyone is obsessed. Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game for me. They're super comfortable, they're so easy to take everywhere, and unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet. They got no dangling wires or stems. And of course, they don't just look great, they sound great too. So great that you could possibly listen to Psychobabble with them. And Raycon offers their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun, beautiful, beautiful colors at an unbeatable price. So y'all know we don't talk about anything without giving you guys the hookup. So you guys can go to buyraycon.com, B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash psycho to get 20% off your order. Again, that's buyraycon.com slash psycho for 20% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get them an amazing deal. One more time, it's buyraycon.com slash psycho. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the podcast we love you here at psychobabble now back to the gossip now before we talk about anything else we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode which is apartments.com apartments.com has more rental listings than anywhere else so finding the perfect place is easier than ever and so is finally moving in together just the two of you it's a big step lots of new responsibilities lots of adjustments most likely uh, they'll wake you up at odd hours to go to the bathroom and you'll most definitely find yourself in trouble coming home late for dinner and they might even unroll all your toilet paper next time. It's just what happens when you two find a new place together. But you're not doing it because you feel like it, no. You're doing it because you love them. Because they're family. And that's why Apartments.com has more pet-friendly rental listings on the internet so that you and your furry family can find the perfect new place together. Apartments.com, the place to find a pet-friendly place. Thank you so much, Apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. 
I was surprised you were able to go to the party because you had just finished um, your big, huge bike ride. Tell me about that. I had just finished biking 545 miles for the AIDS life cycle ride. And I had been up since four in the morning because that's what time you usually get up in the morning to get ready for your ride every day. And we rode into LA and I went to your house and changed and went straight to the Pride Festival when we ate some dinner and then we went straight to a circuit party and I kept thinking, if I make it to 4 a.m., I'm going to have been up for 24 hours. And I thought, I don't want that for me. Well, I was very impressed by your ability to rally. And then even the next day, you were very uh, ready to go. It was impressive. Listen, I mean, I had spent a lot of time on a bike for <laughs> seven days. I was ready to socialize. How's your taint? I My taint is great. Thank you. You want to see no it? Compl- no complaints. No complaints. No complaints. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to see it. Thank you, though. But is it leathery? Like, what's the wear and tear on uh, the goods after a bike ride for that long? Well, I I took three stitches to get her looking young again. <laughs> no. She got a brow Three lift. stitches. Three <laughs> stitches and three kisses. <laughs> no. <laughs> In that order, I I would file. Uh, what's what's it well, called when a, do- a doctor does something wrong? Malpractice. Don't, don't be a monster. When baby's got a boo boo, you give a little kiss. Oh my god. <laughs> um, tell me some of the highlights of your of your bike ride because it's not like you just got on the bike and then you arrived. There was like how many days was it? Let me say actually, I should tweet this and I should actually pin. Uh, this tweet so that people can see it if they're listening to this podcast. Um, they made like a 10-minute YouTube video, which don't be deterred by the length of a 10-minute YouTube video, but it actually like really captured what the week looked like, and, and they got some really cool stories from uh, some of the people who participated and like what it means to them and, and why they ride year after year. And it's so funny because like the day that I finished, a lot of people were all, well, ask me in a few months if I'll do it again. And like I kind of felt that way for a day and then i <laughs> signed up to do it again next year the very next day because i I, en- I enjoyed it that much and it was such a like incredible experience and you go from like laughing one moment to crying another moment just because like you're so tired and everything's so difficult but you also i don't know you just get to hear all these really cool stories of people who've been doing it over the years and the weird thing for me like i knew a lot of people kind of go out on the route and they like you'll just come down a street And there'll be like people in lawn chairs, like sitting in their front yard, just like ringing bells and like blowing whistles and cheering for you. And they sit there like all day, just rooting for you. And it's like, to them, they don't really feel like they're doing a whole lot per se, because we're the ones riding and they're just like, they're cheering for us. But I like literally thanked every single one of those people. And toward the end, like the last two days, any single time I passed one of those people on the road who was just out there cheering for us with signs and stuff, I started to like tear up because I don't know, it did mean a lot to like have those supporters on the street. Um, and it's, it's, I think we have even heard some of the volunteers be like, don't thank me or they're not the volunteers, the, the people cheering on the road. They're like, don't thank us. You're the ones doing all the work. And it was like, I don't know, you go through so many uh, like you go through so many tough days and, and you do really kind of question like, can I do this? Can I keep going? And it's like when you round a corner and you just see a little old woman like sitting in a lawn chair, ringing a bell, like cheering for you. And like, I don't know, it made me super emotional. Like I loved seeing those people and I loved seeing like California as a whole. Like you really see the 
a big chunk of the state and you get to ride along the coast and see all the beautiful water. One of the days. What happens if it's like rainy? You ride in the rain, bitch. Really? Oh my God. One day it was 110 degrees. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. uh, But it's like one of the days it was so cool. We went up this like really big hill and then you like come like flying down the hill safely of course and i was like and you were just like going through these like tall like rocks and i was like this feels like the car ride at disney world did you ever did you fall over ever or did you crash at all or Um, like that's my biggest fear or obviously of course like a car running me over but like um, i just feel like i don't i'm not confident enough in my biking abilities the funny thing is I, I really kind of felt that way as I was training to get ready for this. I, I often wondered, like, because I still get antsy around cars and that sort of thing. But doing the whole thing was such a, like, confidence boost. And a lot of people told me they're like, wow, you're a good cyclist for this being your first year. So that made me feel better. Um, so only one car almost hit me one day, which was pretty scary. Um, when I was like, <laughs> you, I told you we were like waiting for our team in the Gelson's parking lot, like in West Hollywood, cause we wanted to ride in as a team. And literally like I was, what's that? Like not even a mile from where you finished in West Hollywood. And I was like pulling into that Gelson's parking lot and my tire got like stuck on the curb and I almost fell over right there. No. <laughs> and I was like, of all the days, I'm a mile away from home and now That's I'm That's like fall. Uh, last year when I d- was doing Runyon Canyon, like the full hike for like, I don't know, an hour and a half in the very last stair of the entire hike, I like fell over and my entire <laughs> leg got scabbed up. I'm like, of course, the, the last yeah. step when I am actually like horizontal on the road well you know what they say most accidents occur within two miles of home god bless you true um but no i mean it was it was truly an incredible experience it was something that had been on the buck on my bucket list since like 2012 like i think that was the first year i remember hearing about it which was the first uh like june that you and i had lived in san francisco and i'm so thankful that i did so if anyone's like listening and have considered like wanting to do this i say like take the leap of faith and do it because you'll be wel- welcomed with such open arms to like such an incredible community. And while it is tough, like I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you there. Uh, it- it's tough, but it's so, uh, it's so awesome and amazing just to like see what you can accomplish and, and what you can like put your body through. Um, and I just, again, I wanted, I know I've said a thank you a few times, but I wanted to thank like all the listeners, um, all of our friends, everyone who like donated, I raised $6,000, which was pretty incredible. <laughs> Your goal and, was five thousand, so you blew right past it. Yeah, and the the as a whole, all of the roadies and uh, riders and everybody who participated in the twenty nineteen ALC, we raised almost seventeen million dollars for the. That is, wild. is that not insane for the San Francisco AIDS Foundation and the Los Angeles LBGT, LB, LB, LGBT Center? And it was so cool. They showed us some of the stuff that they were going to use the money for. And I know you and I had done a tour of the LA. Uh, LGBT center a few years ago and saw kind of like the resources that they have and, and how they need more rooms and stuff for like the homeless youth that, that come and utilize their services and stay with them. So it was cool to see that they're going to like be able to expand their facility. And I don't know, it was such a cool week. I cannot speak highly enough about it. And like I said, obviously (laughs) I signed up to do it again this uh, next year. Well, we were all very proud of you. Uh, A bunch of uh, our San Francisco friends came down to LA for LA Pride, which is the same weekend that ALC finishes in Los Angeles. So 
all of us were at the finish line and we were so excited to see you coming in and yeah. I was watching I was watching you on find my friends like slowly inching <laughs> toward us. And I was like he's almost here, he's almost here. Um yeah. we were really proud of you. It was crazy. It's it's like they have that big festival and everything at the end, but for me I was like I want to like <laughs> lay in a normal bed and shower in a normal shower and uh like the food and everything was so great and they really do take care of you, but I was like I was like I'm ready for some like Mexican food. Right. And, to like, just eat what you want. I feel like it's also one of those things where it's kind of similar to like wa- wanting to do a marathon or wanting to do a any type of goal like that that you might have to work up toward. And feeling like, oh my God, there's no world where I can do it. But then when you're in the middle of it yeah. and you see all the people cheering for you and you see all the people you're doing it with and you see like, oh, I actually am more prepared than I thought I was. And I am more able to do something like this than I thought I was. It's, it reminds me of when we did the um, the 10K a couple years ago. Was it a 10K? Yeah. Yeah, in um, Toronto. In Toronto. And it was like a in the mountains sort of thing. And I was really nervous for it because I was like, I've never done anything like that. I don't know yeah. if, if my body's like able to in the heat and you know i don't know but it was something i was really proud of afterward and then what i i don't know when i saw that everyone coming in for it and i heard how many people had done the race and um i think it was like what 2400 people do the ride yeah are part of it and then to hear 17 million dollars raised like the power of what you can do as a community and with other people and the good that you can do. You might not think that your, you know, your fundraiser might be the most, but like together, it's right. something it's huge. huge. And it's, so yeah, I was, it was, I was really, it, it's just like a breathtaking thing. So I wanted to say thank you for doing it. Thanks. It was, it was, like I said, it was so crazy and such a positive experience. One of the things they said on the last day, like they said it was like a record that we had set for most um, money raised for ALC in a year before. And um, I know there were a lot of like records set. Uh, Gus Kenworthy was like the largest individual fundraiser in a single year. And he had almost $250,000 by himself. But one of the things they were saying is that they still had, like they capped the event if it like maxes out and they still had like, I think almost 300 spots left for riders available. Like they could have fit that many more people. Um, So that's why I was saying like, if it's something you have thought about doing or something that you might think you want to do, I would definitely say try it because it it was, I thought it was an event that was at capacity. And then to hear that there was, they still had room and they still had like supplies and stuff for 300 more riders. I'm like, it really kind of, I don't know, made me want to share my experience. And then also like, (laughs) <laughs> convince like friends and people to do it because it is such a cool thing and um it does so, such good for both the sf and the la communities now before we talk about anything else we gotta give some love to our sponsor for today's episode of the podcast and that is open fit Getting fit and staying healthy always sounds easier said than done, right? Well, OpenFit is bringing you something new that makes it even easier to never miss a sweat session. You can lose the commute to the gym and let the workouts come to you. OpenFit takes all the complexity out of getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. And everyone's bodies are different, and OpenFit gets that, which is why it's personalized to your needs with custom-tailored original content. You've got amazing trainers and classes. It's super simple. You can work out on your schedule, and you are gonna have results that you can see. You're gonna flatten your abs, you're gonna shape your body, whatever your goals are, if you put in the work, you're gonna see them. 
OpenFit has changed the way so many people work out and you can use my code PSYCHO and you're gonna be able to join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use the code PSYCHO, P-S-Y-C-H-O, and you can start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. And right now during the OpenFit 30-day challenge, listeners are gonna get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit. You can just text PSYCHO to 303030. You're gonna get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text PSYCHO to 303030-303030. Standard message and data rates may apply. Thank you so much OpenFit for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. We love you here at PsychoBabble. Now back to the gossip. Were there any cycle ghosties on the ride oh with you? Oh my god, there were so many cycle ghosties and amazing race fans. It was it was so weird. I don't know. I think moving back to San Francisco, it's it's been a it's been like different for me. Like when I lived in LA with you, I felt like when you and I would go places like obviously you get recognized wherever you go and and that was something that I'd gotten used to when I was like living and working with you there. And like coming back up to San Francisco, I don't get it very often. Like just once in a while someone will say hi to me like at a bar or something or say they listen to the podcast or watch the race. Um and the whole week was just like constantly people being like, "Oh my god, is that you on the race?" and like, "Oh my god, I love the podcast." So that was it was kind of funny because I think they said the average age of of the ALC riders this year was like 43. So that's like crazy too, to think about of all the thousands of people that did it. Like um, it was like an older event, uh, which I really liked. But so I was always, I don't know. It's not like, I don't think older people consume podcasts no, I, I or watch what, TV, but I get what you mean though. It was just so such a different like the demo. VidCon. Yeah, yeah. We're used to the yeah. VidCon age of like 12, 13, 14. Right. Which I'm used to even going within to itself like, is not the, the demo of how many people of the people that listen or watch. Right. And it's like, yeah, go, you're used to going to like the mall or the Grove in LA and it's like all the tweens say hi, which I love. Uh, but it was so funny to like. Uh, get caught off guard by so many people that were like closer to my age uh, rooting for I us have on been the getting race. so many yeah I have been getting so many gays that are older than us say like when I'm walking around West Hollywood or especially at Pride all weekend so many gays that are um, like full-grown adults being like oh my god we're rooting for you on the race or blah 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 like, yeah. I, I don't remember that as much the first time we did the race um, I know it's it's been so wild and the funny thing is a lot of the like guys that would talk to me on the ALC ride, especially as we like progressed further in the week, I'm like, I think they thought like, oh, he's getting tired. He might slip up. They kept being like, so do you win? <laughs> so do you survive the next week? And I was like, I'm still not going to answer that. I'm still not going to budge. Well, like, speaking guess, yeah, of which, you have to I feel, tune in. I feel like we it's maybe we should give a little update on what's uh, what we've talked about so far. I know we did like a little Amazing Race Q&A last week. Uh, all about like so answering some of the questions people had, but since then we have um, achieved two more first place finishes. Yeah, I'm like I know. Oh, that's right because we film. I'm like we filmed the one episode because I was gone for the race, so that one was filmed so far in advance. So yeah, we went to Switzerland and Croatia. Well, we stayed in Switzerland and then Croatia, and we got two more first places, bringing us to a total of four for the season. Wild. Which brings us to a total of nine for a full-time career on The Amazing Race, which is what, Corey? A new record. Which I feel like is like bonkers because of all the teams that have ever run the race, we now hold the record for most first place finishes a team has ever had, which I'm very proud of. Yeah. I mean, listen, I am too. And and as a fan of the show, it's very surreal to like 
realized that we broke that record. And I remember the day that it happened, us kind of like realizing that it happened. Um, and, and yes, we were very lucky to get to run the, the race twice. And, and so, yes, those wins are divided between two seasons, but it's still crazy. But still, I, yeah, it's, I was like, you know what? That is awesome. No matter what happens, no matter what happens after that, um, obviously still we wanted the, the last uh, first place to matter most. So <laughs> I'll who take knows? A couple, Stay tuned I'll, I'll take a couple more wins if we can get them. Yeah, who knows? Since we did our Amazing Race uh, Q&A thing, some, some things have happened on the race. The, the U-turn vote, what are your thoughts on that? I uh, It was so interesting to like relive it and watch it. And as a fan of the show, like I said, I... I love listening to podcasts of other people discussing it. And I love reading like Reddits and and all that. So I don't know. It was I've been really enjoying hearing like other people's takes of what they thought should have been done differently and and that sort of thing. I, I was listening to the Racers Recap podcast, which is actually run by people who were on the show as well themselves, and they were saying that they liked the out loud factor of it that we had to vote in front of each other. But they were saying they wished we had had to all like write it down and then hold it up because they think that maybe would have changed the dynamic and it wouldn't have given such power to like Chris and Brett to like kind of throw that last vote at whoever uh, they wanted. I mean, it was done, it was done completely fairly. I mean, they drew our names out of a hat to determine the voting order. Um, So that was completely random. And yeah, maybe Rachel and Alyssa did get the the short end of the stick because they had to go first. Um, But yeah, I saw, I saw people, uh, saying that like they thought Rachel and Alyssa just got the payback vote from Colin and Christy because they voted for Colin and Christy. So Colin and Christy voted for them right back. But like having lived it, <laughs> I was trying to think this and I meant to text Colin and Christy. I think they would have voted for Rachel and Alyssa no matter what. Like even I, if the girls, you know, even if the girls hadn't say, voted for them. I can't believe Rachel and Alyssa got votes. I mean, who I, A girl in my, in my head, I think who is it, it, it it's similar to watching survivor or big brother in seeing a uh, a bitter jury i'm like grow up get your head <laughs> in the game g- vote for the people who you want to eliminate and then I some mean, people are thinking but some people are thinking i get it don't you try to u-turn somebody who you think will survive it well if you can't if you can't beat somebody if they get U-turned, you think you're going to beat them down the line when they're not going to get U-turned? Yeah, like, you I need listen. to take the shots when you can sometimes. Nobody's more furious about this than my me and my mom. Like, <laughs> I just, I was, I don't know. I remember thinking, ugh, I don't know. Obviously, it all worked out and, and we won the leg. And I was sorry to see Rachel and Alyssa go because they were good friends of ours that we were racing against. But... Um, yeah, I was kind of baffled. And I mean, you and I lived it. We were standing there that day and I was like (laughs) begging uh, Brett and Chris to vote for Nicole and Victor, uh, which didn't happen. I mean, we, we easily, the narrative could have easily been for us that we got our payback against team fun for you turning us back in the day. We could have done that, but like, that's not the move that was smartest. So we didn't do that. I don't know. I just, I, I think... For the caliber of intelligence that I knew was on the race, I was perplexed by the decisions they made in the moment. And I will say this. Uh, I kind of wish that because it was an equalized run to the U-turn board, Yeah, I wish that Phil said, U-turn board ahead, whoever makes it to it first is immune from it. Or something yeah. like U-turn vote yeah. ahead, whoever makes well, it to they, the first, like, honestly, to make what, that run worth something. What they should have done was... let the reverse order of the vote be in the order that you came in. You and I were the first team there. So you and I should have got to vote last and it should have went. I think that should have been how it 
was I think that well obviously if it worked out for us because we were the fastest runners. But yeah, I agree. For it to be an equalizer, um it was dumb to make us all sprint in there for nothing and then and then them draw the order out of a hat. I remember you and I standing there frustrated as they were drawing the hats, even though we didn't know what was happening and we kept getting further and further back at the end of the line. And then when we realized it was the voting order, we were happy to be second to last. Right. Because yeah, I mean had we went first and voted for Nicole and Victor right off the bat, they probably would have thrown the vote right back at us, just being like an eye for an eye. Which they totally would have. Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Wix.com. With Wix, you can create your very own professional website. Just choose a template you love and customize it by adding your own text, images, and videos with hundreds of intuitive design features that you can tell your story exactly the way you want. Want even more for your website? You can easily start a blog, launch an online store, or create an event. Share everything in a click on social media and drive even more traffic to your site with SEO tools to get found on Google. Wix has all the tools you need to create the exact website you want. You can even make your beautiful website while listening to Psychobabble. Over 140 million people choose Wix to create their websites. Create yours today. Get started now by going to Wix.com, that's W-I-X.com slash Psychobabble to get 10% off. Thanks Wix for sponsoring this episode. We love you here at the podcast. Now back to the gossip. So we survived another leg. We, oh my gosh, we, um... Got to pl- I got to play with uh, crossbow. I was so excited. I you, you know when you're like uh, you were saying in our Q and A that you were probably more thoughtful of like okay let's really think who should be doing this task. That was the one time I was like this is for me. Oh yeah, I mean having done the fear factor thing when we were running up and saw it was like crossbows, we were both like Tyler's doing it. It's so funny because I remember us talking about the fear factor thing oh, in yeah. our interviews and thinking, "Oh, they're never going to put that in the show because it's a like another, another TV show." <laughs> but like it, it without the context of us talking about uh, that it just makes it seem like because we were both like it's Tyler it's Tyler as if like I have a crossbow obsession as if it's like bitch she's a the biggest duh bitch she shoots guns she's hunting she's from Michigan I'm a hunter no it was fun I loved it and you know what I was really relieved about I sometimes I I remember some things that I say and I'm like oh I hope they don't include that and then I think about that for months <laughs> for this episode I was like oh I hope they don't include me saying. When Brett shot the arrow, he was like, not bad. Or no, he he was like, yeah, well, I'm a cop. And I said, not bad for a mall cop. And then I immediately <laughs> felt bad about it. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to edit it so that I look like a cop <laughs> hater. Or I don't know what it is. It's so funny. Like, I remember us all calling him Brett Sarge so often on the show. And I felt like they never even showed it until that Switzerland, the second Switzerland episode. And you and I were like, get it, Sarge. Shoot your gun, Sarge. <laughs> I think, yeah, you screamed it. And then we made our way to Crow. Croatia. I still haven't watched the episode. It just aired tonight. You saw it. I watched. Uh, the good news is they didn't show us arguing when our cab got lost. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they they like they really skimmed over us. Chris and Brett getting our cakewalk to our plane tickets while all the other teams struggled. Like because I mean there was no drama. We all got great flights and nobody else did. Yeah, it was it was kind of a weird. It felt like such a fast paced episode. It really only showed us like digging for those coins for like five minutes, even though I feel Ugh. like we, we did change our minds pretty quickly. Um, well, only a few more episodes left of the entire season. Shit, um, only three. At this point, every team is thinking, if I don't make it to the finale, this is like, oh, you feel so close to it. So 
it, it gets tense. Whatever happens, happens. Hopefully we make it. Um, if you guys are watching along, let us know. Yeah, who knows what will happen. Maybe a million dollars within our grasp. Speaking of uh, biking, hmm. well, tune in next week on The Amazing Race to see Tyler and I ride a bike together. Oh, no. <laughs> Speaking of things Tyler hasn't been looking forward to watch. Oh, no. I forgot. Oh, my God, you guys. They only showed... I, I was waiting for the end of this episode just to see this preview specifically. And they only show a little bit of us being very wobbly on a bike. Oh, no. Let's just say... <laughs> I don't know how to do a bicycle built for two. I can barely do a bicycle built for one. So <laughs> balance is not ba- your thing. I have balance in life, but only to a limit. <laughs> so tune in Wednesday at 8 p.m. to see if Corey and I can uh, survive right the challenge, survive uh, another episode. Who knows? I, I love this season because my my family, I they truly are on the edge of their seat and they don't know every week if we're going to survive. And I say every week, this might be the week we're going home. So, and I mean it every week. So who knows? Maybe we will. Corey, I think uh, that's about it. Yeah. I, uh, shall we say goodbye? Au revoir, Riddles 3. <laughs> no, no. We'll see you guys at the basement of a circuit party. If you see us, Corey has a riddle for you. Corey, where can people find you? You can find me in the basement of a circuit party. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> and online at Corey Cool, K-O-R-E-Y-K-U-H-L. I am Tyler Oakley, T-Y-L-E-R-O-A-K-L-E-Y. Thank you for listening. Um, we will see you next Tuesday again for another episode of the podcast. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy Amazing Race. And yeah. Toodaloo. Later.